Blog Talk Radio. Evolutionary Woman Radio. Tune in Mondays and Thursdays, 5.30 p.m., only on Blog Talk Radio. Visit our Facebook page for archived shows at facebook.com forward slash Evolutionary Woman Radio. Good afternoon. Welcome, 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 family. Welcome to another episode of Evolutionary Woman Radio. I am your host, Khadija Ali, and today is Thursday, June 9th, and we are live and direct 
here from Petersburg, Virginia. I am in the midst of traveling, and we have a very exciting show today. I am so honored to have this amazing, amazing and powerful woman on the line. Um, I'm going to introduce her in just one moment. I can't wait for you all to get an opportunity to hear her incredible story and to hear how she overcame uh, her own adversity in her life and how she is now empowering others. And I got a chance to talk to her a couple of days before we um, uh, set up for this show, and it was just like an instant connection. And the only thing that I could tell you that I was thinking at the time when when she and I connected was, oh, my God, she gets it. She really gets it. And so I'm excited to have this opportunity to share her with you. She is joining us from England, you all. We have our – this is probably our second guest that we have actually had uh, come on the show that's from across pond, and I am just uh, uh, excited. I am amazed at technology and how we're able to – you know, make the world smaller and and be able to connect with people intimately uh, through the use of technology. But before I bring her on, her name is Sue Kerr, and she has an extensive 15-year background in education and mental health awareness, and she draws from a wealth of experience, which sees her working tirelessly with people from all walks of life on a daily basis, enabling them to achieve their full potential by empowering them to have the courage to be who they are. She is passionate about life and living it to its fullest. And how she demonstrates that is through her speaking engagements, her workshops, and seminars where she shows others how to do the same by providing an inspirational and empowering framework of strategies which facilitate lifelong change, reprogramming the way that clients view both themselves and the reality that they wish to create. That, to me, is the epitome of what an empowerment coach is. And so, ladies and gentlemen, all who are listening near and far, it is my esteemed pleasure to introduce to you all Sue Kerr. And I'm going to bring you in, Sue. Let me know if you can hear me. You I are can hear live. Hi, oh, I can God. hear you. I love this. I love this. <laughs> so do I. <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome to the show. I am so excited to have you on. Thank you very much. I'm and really quite excited to be here. Yes. And I, I have to tell you why. Because... I was watching the video that you did with John Covey, and okay. you jumped, just as you said to me when we talked via Skype, you jumped right into your story. You didn't pull any punches, and you shared uh, your challenges. And sure. what I find so honorable about that is that um, there's a quote that says, um, and I keep seeing it over and over again, but it's a quote something about uh, if you can share your story without crying, that means that you've healed from it. 
and you just had a way of um, sharing uh, the challenges that you uh, have been through and, you know, just just honest and forthright and just very matter-of-fact. And so I, I just have a tremendous amount of respect for you. And I want you to share with uh, the audience um, your journey and, and how uh, you came to be the person that you are today. Okay. Uh, well, uh, firstly, um, I have a very long and very painful personal history with uh, mental health ill health issues, um, uh, pretty much for most of my adult life, for, for sure. Um, and for long enough, I was always um, the class clown, the person who was always larger than life, um, first in the party, last out of the party. Anybody up for a laugh, that would be me. Um, and but in reality, what, what really was going on was that, that I had constructed a very carefully crafted facade um, of what I wanted people to see, essentially, mm. because all, all the while I was struggling with um, chronic um, self-esteem issues, um, poor self-image, lack of confidence, bizarrely. Uh, latterly, people who know me were like, really? You, lack of confidence. Mm. And it's it's that thing about um, putting on a front, I guess. And, mm-hmm. and, I, and I mastered that art very, very well, I have to say. Um, so, so when things slowly but surely over the years took a, uh, an increasingly downward turn, um, that, that wall that I had built became thicker because the, the more I slid downhill, the thicker the wall needed to be so that people would still see me as I wanted them to see me. Um, mm-hmm. Bottom line is that, that I think when, when, when those of us who are sufferers are in, in a situation like that, um, we convince ourselves, rightly or wrongly, and I have to say usually wrongly, um, that the people who matter most to us won't actually like us, let alone love us, if they can see mm-hmm. who we really are. Um, Mm -hmm. and and in my particular case, um, I, I spent a long time being somebody I wasn't. Uh, and when you couple that with, um, always being a people pleaser saying yes, when a no would have been so far more sensible, um, (laughs) you know, and, and doing everything for other people just because, well, not just because, because I, I, you know, I genuinely largely wanted to do the things that I did um but I would dare not say no to anybody for fear of them you know not liking me um not loving me not wanting me to be in their lives um I didn't realize my own self-worth and I didn't realize that actually many people not everybody because we're not all perfect we can't be everything to everybody uh but a lot of people you know may well not like me um four, five, six years ago, I, I would have been in a bit of a state if I thought that somebody didn't like me. And now I'm at a place in my life, thankfully, that, that I can accept that we're, we're, we're all different. Um, yeah. And not, not everybody has to like everybody else. Um, mm-hmm. But my, my, my own mental health issues escalated to the degree that I actually proclaimed to anybody and everybody who would listen that I was better. You know, I didn't need the I didn't need the medication. I wasn't taking antidepressants. I wasn't doing this. I wasn't doing that. And I unfortunately um, 
or fortunately, to be fair, depending which way you look at it. But it, it, for now, unfortunately, uh, my my medication of choice uh, was alcohol. Um, I was always a bit of a I was always a bit of a party animal, as they say. And um, social drinking gradually became problem drinking, and problem drinking fairly late on in the day uh, became uh, slid very spectacularly into alcoholism. Um, and without boring people with the with the sort of finer details, um, the, the the culmination of that period of um, decline um, culminated on the 26th of September 2012. So that'll be four years this coming September 26th. Um, mm-hmm. I went to my I went to my doctor for some blood test results because I'd become I'd became increasingly ill over the pre over the previous two or three years. And um, I, I went for my blood test results. She reached for the telephone and I said to her, what are you doing? She said, I'm, I'm calling for an ambulance. You're very, you're very poorly. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I don't remember the next five days. I don't. Wow. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm told I wasn't unconscious. I just have no conscious memory of it, uh, whether that's trauma or whether that's just me, you know, having blocked it out. Um, but nevertheless, I have no conscious memory of those first five days in hospital. Um, mm-hmm. I, I I came round uh, to be visited by, by my consultant, uh, who my husband was with me at the time, and um, he came in and he said, right, um, you're a very sick young woman. And I laughed because I use humour very strongly in my life. And, I, and, I, and at, at 52, as I was then, I just went, I'll take the young. And and he just said, no, I'm, I'm serious. Um, I would like to think you're going out of here on your own two feet. However, I actually don't think you're going home. Um, you, my kidneys had gone. My my liver was failing rapidly. Um, blood pressure was all over the place. You name it, basically. The, all my major organs were, were um, slowly but surely uh, shutting down. Um, and in that split second, that I actually don't think that he'd actually finished saying it because it registered instantly that actually... I would, he'd just told me I was dying. And in that split second, I, I, I remember turning to my husband and saying, okay, we don't tell the kids yet because we have three children, five grandchildren now. Um, and um, I, I said, we don't tell the kids. We get our heads around this and then we, we take it from there. But as I was saying that, I was crying. My husband was crying. My daughter, who's the youngest of our three, walked in, saw what was happening, asked the question. And I, I have a, I have a, an open honesty policy in my house I always have um you know you you can we can deal with anything as long as we tell each other the truth so I uh, you know I took myself at my own advice and 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 we told her uh, and and she understandably was distraught she left the room crying but the look on her face Khadija when when she looked at me Mm. having my my having told her that I was you know not going to survive um I will never ever forget and at that moment in time I just thought if I get out of here alive something's Mm going to change I didn't know what I didn't know how Um, I just knew that it was essentially Mm -hmm. Um, and and then I just let it go because at that moment in time I didn't have any control I Mm -hmm. you know and you know there would be some that say I didn't have any control for at least six years prior to that and that would be true but that was a Mm -hmm. self-induced lack of control this was something right. that, over which I could do nothing about. I personally, physically, 
or mentally at that stage even, mm-hmm. I couldn't do anything. Um, mm-hmm. and, I, and, I, and I just gave it up. I, I, I didn't give up. I mean, I gave it over and I was just like, right, okay, this is it. You know, it's as J.K. Mm-hmm. Rowling said, you know, rock bottom at that point, rock mm-hmm. bottom became the foundation, the solid foundation upon which I rebuilt my life. Um, wow. And I, I stayed in hospital for about five weeks, I think it was, a little bit longer perhaps. And I did indeed walk out of there on my own two feet. I insisted on that. They wanted to put me in a wheelchair and I just said, no. Nah. This, this mm-hmm. Professor Gleason, God bless him, had said, you're not walking out of here on your own two feet. And I needed to prove him wrong, mm-hmm. <laughs> frankly. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was just a bit of that was just a bit of pride on my part. Um, but um, uh-huh. but yeah, so I came home to the care of my husband, um, who who had to take time off work uh, to, to to look after me and, and and sort of nurse me to better health. Um, and how was and that for you? How, how do you mean? How did I cope without alcohol? Well, how how was it for you? Because because I'm hearing that you are a wife and you are a mother and you were mm-hmm. you were, um, you 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 wore the mask that that I think a lot of us women wear. Absolutely. Um, uh, and oh, I'm fine. I'm okay. I have everything under control. You know, I'm the mom. Mm-hmm. I'm the wife. And then to yeah. go from that state, even though you had the mask on felt like you were in control now you you go from that to now going to 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 being the person that has to be cared for and so how was that for you um I I to be honest by the time I by the time I did go home I was I was I was quite poorly still uh, I was quite weak uh, and and mm-hmm. and very lethargic it took probably about three months for me to get what I would term my fighting spirit back I was just happy to be alive at that stage mm-hmm. to be honest and I just and, mm-hmm. and for once in my life I did it as I was told you know I historically have wow. gone no I'm doing this this is my you know but I just thought I I, I made a promise to myself that I would change, so this is it. Uh, and and bizarrely, the um, the the cravings for alcohol and, and and that type of thing didn't happen. They didn't happen. Wow. And um, I I think such so so powerful was the moment that that I will never forget that look on my daughter's face ever. Um, and as I mm-hmm. said to John, as I said to John Covey earlier in this week, you know, don't get me wrong. We're a normal mother and daughter, whatever normal is. And, and we have our good days, we have our bad days. We fight like cat and right. dog. But, but the bottom line is, you know, um, addiction in and of itself is an extremely selfish place to be. It's extremely selfish. And the, the thing is that you, you're not, you're not, it's not intentional, which is where the, addiction, mm-hmm. where the addictive behavior comes in. You, you get to a stage where nothing, and I mean absolutely nothing, is more important than your next fix, um, yeah. whatever that fix is. Um, right. And, it could be food. Um, and <laughs> it, it could be anything: food, shopping, gambling. Mm-hmm. You know, sex. Right. You know, but anything. And um, it's 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 whatever gives you the high that you haven't already got in your life because you you think there's nothing else. Um, mm-hmm. And I'd and I'd lost sight of the fact. I mean, when this happened in 2012. I I I was very um, shocked, obviously, but I, I wasn't shocked in that that I'd reached that point. I was shocked that actually I managed to survive, and and I made right. myself made myself a promise. I I, I don't believe in empty promises. Um, mm-hmm. So ago, I wouldn't. I didn't sort of 
lay it on the line with my family, but I made myself a promise. I made myself for the first time in my adult life, I yeah. made myself accountable for me. Um, yeah. And, um, and it worked, you know, uh, um, Paul, my husband was very good on the, on the pastoral side, bless him, you know, um, cooking and cleaning and, and, and taking that, that sort of pressure away. Um, but mm-hmm. the actual, I, it had, what I've found Khadija and for myself and, and for the people mm-hmm. that I've, subsequently work with is everything every single emotion feeling thought it it all starts within within us yes it does and it 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 doesn't matter if that's happiness sadness bitterness anger resentment frustration it comes from within it it comes from within and and there is Mm -hmm. only you or i that can control our own issues feelings thoughts um you know i i i'm i'm very um mindful that these days i didn't i wasn't and I, you know i didn't live in the moment i didn't experience every day for what it is which is amazing um yes. but we we all of us fall into that trap you know largely mm-hmm. they're, 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 relatively speaking the number of people on the planet and the number of people who live as opposed to exist is proportionately small and I, I like to, you know, I, I pride myself these days that, that I live every day. And, and, and I mean that, and I don't mean that in a, I, I, I'm all gung-ho, and yes, I live this day, and this is, oh, wow, isn't life wonderful? Which it is. Right. But I'm, but I'm human. You're human. Mm-hmm. I have bad days, you know? I, right. You know, I have, you know, we all have stresses and strains. The difference is these days, when I have a really bad day, I, I deal with it then. I don't bury it. I don't sort of put it to one side and think, oh, I'll sort that out next week or next year. As far right. as is possible, I, I, I deal with it on the day and do the best I can and, and then work through it. And it's one of those things that you're either attuned to or you're not. And for mm-hmm. so very many years, I wasn't, you know, because I was too busy thinking about what other people would think of me, about what other people wanted me to do about 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 and when I thought about it subsequently um the best way I can describe it to you is 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 if we have or we all of us have lives to lead you know families jobs careers children pets hospital appointments we 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 all have an endless list every day particularly women not not exclusively but largely women have these massive lists yeah yeah and 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 I, I asked a question of, of someone the other day and I said, okay, so if you've got 100 things to do today, what's the, what's the, what are the first 99 things on that list? And she looked at me mm-hmm. and said, I don't understand. And I said, well, what, what one thing would you not do in any given day if, if you could say, right, I've, lo- I've run out of time now, I'm not going to do this. And she, right. she couldn't answer. And then she suddenly went, mm. ah, I get it. Me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which right. is which is historically what I did, and 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 I know for certain that it's what many 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 women do, because we are wives, we are mothers, we're sisters, we're we're aunts, we're we're you know we we ha- we're teachers. We're, we're no? whatever How we can do. you say no to your children and your spouse and your mother and your parents and all of these people that yeah. we feel so obligated to, you know? Yeah. Um, but they, I I I, I learned. I learned, well, I mean, I, I'm nearly four years now, um, mm-hmm. uh, clean, dry, sober, um, yes. and, and, I, uh, and I've, I, 
Thank you very much. Uh, I've never been healthier, for sure. I mean, to, to put you in the picture, um, so to paint a picture for the listeners, um, I'm not quite sure. I meant to work out what it is in pounds, because I know, I know over there you work in pounds, but we work in stones. So 14 stones to a pound, uh, 14 pounds to a stone, sorry. And I lost six and a half stone. So uh, in, wow. in, in about two years. So I'm, I'm sort of less than half the size I was. Um, and people sort of not so much now, obviously, because they all they all are around where I live. They, they know the, the people who know me uh, know it's mm-hmm. me when they walk past me in the street, obviously. But six and a half stone when I when I was admitted to hospital, I was six and a half stone heavier than I am now. I was on seventeen different um, prescribed medications per day, totaling forty four wow. tablets. 44 tablets wow. a day every um, day every day and and because and, and not, not not i have to say largely not 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 because of the drinking per se but because of the effects that the drinking had the so side it, it, of it. yeah it, it raised my blood pressure it made me fat it made me um sort of lethargic so i put more weight on because i couldn't be bothered to it size and, and all that right. sort of stuff my cholesterol was through the roof and and it was a pretty grim read <laughs> to be fair um but uh, but within within three months of being out of hospital i was medication free um with with the with the with the, with the notable exception of of some sort of um diuretic <clears throat> that i still needed to get rid of excess fluid and stuff like that but very quickly that resolved itself uh, and and these days uh, i am i am completely prescription medication free um I, I, if I have a really now I, I'm just I, I, I've just uh, as I said the other day I've just woken up and smelled the coffee instead of the Chardonnay, <laughs> and uh, uh, and and it's it's quite frankly it's the best day's work I ever did. Um, but I but but having said all that and 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 to reiterate that I am every single day now totally and utterly grateful. Um, for my life, not only for my life, but that in 2012 right. we had three grandchildren. We've now got five oh. grandchildren. I would oh. never have seen the youngest two. Yeah, I would never have seen not the youngest control two. Control of your life, and, and that you know control. what you you mentioned something that I wanted to bring up, and this is a perfect mm-hmm. segue for it. And that there is an article that you have on your website, and I encourage everybody to go to suecur.com, S-U-E-C-U-R-R.com, and check out her uh, blog. She calls it the Midweek Motivational, which I love. And you had one of the top articles that you had was five ways to harness the power of gratitude. And I wanted to ask you that question. How important was gratitude for you? Because that has been a it definitely uh um that's been a major key as as uh DJ Khaled says <laughs> major keys, <laughs> major keys. <laughs> that's been a major key in my life to yes express and and and, and express gratitude for all that I have in my life, all of those intangibles, as you uh, sure. state in in the article, how important mm-hmm. was that for you? Um, it, it was immensely important, to be honest. Um, it's it's certainly one of the cornerstones of my life as it is today. Uh, but I have to say, the 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 first the first um, emotion, if you like, the first um, mm-hmm. uh, 
decision I made before I got to gratitude uh, that there were two previous steps. Um, One one was realizing that I had to take responsibility for what I for what I had done to myself and to my family and and to Mm -hmm. everybody who cared about me who I had largely pushed away but by by the time it came to the nearly nearly the end I was I was seen by maybe a dozen people everybody else Mm -hmm. I'd excluded such was the thickness of the walls and I had to take responsibility for myself because I knew deep down that if I didn't take responsibility for the choices that I had made which took me to the place that I got to then I wasn't going anywhere I needed to do that so I needed uh, so I started writing, and, and that helped immensely. And what happened was during during the the, the very first um, article I wrote, um, which again was uh, I think it was entitled something like "What the hell have I got to be grateful for?" Um, mm. And but I start, but towards the end of it, I, I sort of said, "Right, I take responsibility now for everything uh, because." I, we are human beings, and as a, as such, we've got the power of choice. But what I had failed to understand for the largest part of my adult life was with the power of choice comes the responsibility of consequence. Mm-hmm. And I had, through, through, the, through the alcohol, I had completely absolved myself <laughs> of the responsibility mm-hmm. because I didn't know what planet I was on most of the time by the time it got to the end. So I wasn't in a place right. that I could take responsibility. And it's only when I'd worked my way through that that I got to the next step, which was that of forgiveness. And, and again, that sounds, that sounds quite evangelical, and I don't mean it to at all. Uh, but I, I had to forgive myself for, 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 for being irresponsible, for sure, for um, hurting my family and my loved ones, and, and for, for all manner of other sort of personal things that, that you know, we'll probably never ever see the light of day, to be fair. But, and, and, but right. the... But not only forgiving myself, because I, I, you know, Maya Angelou said, you know, you have to forgive yourself what you didn't know before you didn't know you didn't know it. Yeah, That's right. <laughs> and uh, mm-hmm. and I and I did that. I had what my 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 late father would have called a very stern word with myself um, at that point, uh, and then I realised that I had to forgive uh, my past, essentially, because whilst what I, what I came to realise was that. I had largely been living in the past in my head, although I'd married yeah. and got children and so on. My, my, a large part of my psyche, if you like, was very, very firmly anchored in a past that had no place in my life anymore because the past really doesn't have a purpose other than right. to serve to remind us how far we've come. Yeah. And when and when I when That's I decided, a treatable moment, as Oprah would say. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. When when I when I decided that 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 the people who because we all have them in our lives, I I, I yeah. defy anybody to say that we they don't have anybody in their life who we haven't who they don't perceive to have done them wrong. And I and I sat down and I and I drew myself a very short list, I have to say, but I I I had conversations with people. Who some of whom aren't here any longer, so the conversations were were rhetorical. Um, but uh, I I forgave them for their for their wrongdoings, and more importantly, the way I couch it these 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 days is their perceived wrongdoings, because when you're gripped um, as, as life, there's there's a certain point where we become old enough to take responsibility for our life's journey. And 
uh, I realized that for far too long, I'd been blaming people for everything that had ever happened to me, ever. And while some of it was at the hands of other people, you know, the, 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 the perceived wrongdoings and so on, there comes a point where we have the inborn God-given right to choose what we want to do with our lives. And not one person ever took me to a bottle of Chardonnay and said, drink that, not one. And I had to take, whereas in my brain, at least, for a long time, uh, I, I, hang that, I hung that hat very firmly um, on the back of somebody else's door. And that was unfair because they, they hadn't made me drink that. Nobody did. You know, many, many people tried to stop me in actual fact. But when you're gripped, it, it's bad enough being gripped in addiction. Addiction, n not always, but largely comes hand in glove with some sort of mental ill health. Um, and when the two become so intertwined, it's difficult to tell which is which and what's responsible for you making the bad choices in your life. The bottom line is you and I are responsible for making the bad choices in our lives uh, because in choosing not to choose, we've also made a choice. And I, I for, very, for a very, very long time, chose not to choose to stop drinking. And that's what nearly killed me, nothing else, if that makes any sense. Hello. Oh, there we go. I'm sorry. I'm listening Hi. to you, and I'm trying to, to tweet or, or put, put the, the quote you said about in choosing. I need you to quote it for me again. In choosing not to make a choice. In choosing not to make I a think... choice, that, that in itself is a choice. And for far too long, I chose not to change. If you if you in choosing not to choose, in and of itself, it becomes a choice. Right. Okay. I just wanted to uh, put that quote because that that is a powerful, powerful uh, concept that you just shared with our audience. In choosing not to make a choice, you are still making a choice. That there isn't you know. anything. If you decide not to decide, if, if if you get up to put it in simple terms, so that people, you know, sort of, if, mm -hmm. to put it in more everyday terms, if you right. get up in the morning and you've got a red dress and a black dress, and you can't decide which one to wear, so you don't wear either, you've made a choice. You still made a choice. <laughs> you've made a choice not to wear either of them. It's right. inescapable. It's to right. the, the, the the concept of choice is totally inescapable. Also, you I have find. the power to choose family. You have the power to choose people. We, we you do. have the power to choose. Uh, um, and yeah, yeah. So so when I yeah so when I when I'd gone through the 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 previous steps, you know, responsibility, mm -hmm. forgiveness, recognizing the power of choice, I then it, it led me naturally to be to be. To the, to the concept of gratitude and yeah. uh, it, it was a it was a what Oprah would call a light bulb moment for sure uh, when I realized mm -hmm. just how very much I had to be grateful for not mm -hmm. largely you know uh, aside from the fact that I was still here to tell the tale um, right. that's an absolutely massive bonus obviously but I looked around me you know and I thought wow it's how 
incredibly fortunate am I to have mm-hmm. and then I listed you know my husband my kids my then three yeah. grandkids um, yeah. Yeah, a roof over my head food on the table mm-hmm. we were both in employment and so many people aren't and uh, you know life's tough like life's been very tough for me uh on many levels but do you know what i have never ever even in the dip even in the depths of 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 my yeah. uh madness for want of a better expression and I, I use that term and i don't mean that to insult anybody i use that term as, as that's my own way of couching my own um condition at, at that time Absolutely. because I, I can't i can't think of a better um adjective to describe what i was doing to myself it, it was mm-hmm crazy but I didn't realize that at the time uh, and nor was I able to um, on, a, on a conscious level um, but the, the the point about gratitude now is um, mm-hmm. there isn't one single day don't open my eyes and just go right thank you very much I'll take this right whatever whatever it brings you know good That's bad, right. indifferent very often a combination of all three and uh, because you're here and to experience it <laughs> because I'm exp- uh, you know I I, I, mm-hmm. I have a very close um friend um and I I will I will say to him often will you stop moaning what do you mean stop moaning mm-hmm. I say you stop moaning you know you've opened your eyes today everything else is a bonus yeah. that's right know? and uh and, and on simple terms it, it can it can it can come across as quite twee it can come across as, as um, uh, a bit um, irreverent, but it's but it's not meant to be. It's basic facts. You know, we're mm-hmm. we're here, we're alive, and you know there are lots, there are millions of people out there, billions of people out there, who survive mm-hmm. on less than less than five dollars in, in in your in your a currency day. per day. Yeah. And and do you know what? Yeah, we are very lucky. Even the most fortunate. unfortunate of us in our society, as as we see it in in the Western world, if you like, um, mm-hmm. uh, it, it is is yeah, we're so very much more fortunate. But the point is, people choose how to view their own circumstances, and I guess nobody can really tell them not to. We can possibly mm-hmm. show them a better way, but we can't well, make anybody do that's anything. That's where coaches come in. That's where you as Absolutely. an empowerment coach comes in to play, to, to let people know. And this is mm. why I love doing the radio is because you don't know who may go back to listen to this replay, and they may really need to understand yeah. those three key points that you shared with us to, mm-hmm. to take responsibility <clears throat> for yourself and for your life and for your actions and then sure. to forgive yourself. And yeah. then once you've done those two things to be thankful and be grateful that you are still here yeah. and that whatever you've gone through, whatever you survived, you know, there mm-hmm. was a purpose in it. And, you know, just what I'm hearing you share with us, I'm hearing that all of those years of being in the addiction and being in the mental illness, now you have the uh, gift of sharing with us what you got from that experience. So, yeah, um, absolutely. I mean, <clears throat> going going back to a little while ago when I said that, I think the first article I wrote was was uh, grateful. You know, what the hell have I got to be grateful for? That that was actually on my personal blog, um, and and I ended that article by saying, 
So I'll go back to my original question: What the hell have I got to be grateful for? Well, I'll tell you. Right. I'm grateful for every. I'm grateful for every bad decision I ever made. I'm grateful for mm. the bad relationships I've ever had. I'm grateful for all the jobs I lost. I'm grateful for all the times I couldn't wake up because I was roaring drunk. I'm grateful for. And I was. And I named all the negative things that I was grateful for. And that right. was, I think, for me, one of the most, most defining moments. Because when, yeah. when, you can, when you can be thankful for the bad things through which you learned and grew, then you can mm-hmm. be thankful for you are the person you've become today. And that's where I'm at. I am, I am thankful for everything that's ever happened to me. It was horrible at the time. And right. the things that led me into it were, were traumatic. But if they hadn't happened... In the order that they did, we wouldn't be right. having this conversation, and I would probably right. be in a book. I would probably be in a bookstore selling books as opposed to writing one. <laughs> and right. That would and that would have been fine, but I would mm-hmm. be a different person to the one that sat here talking to you today. Uh, so yeah. I'm I'm I am I am happy with the way I am. I am I'm I'm happier and healthier and more whole than I've ever been, um, and and that in and of itself has massive benefits. Um, yeah. you know, and, uh, and I'm, I'm, I don't for one minute ever, uh, or I like to think I don't, I, 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 I like to think that I lead people to making their own decisions. Um, I don't know if you have this, but there's a saying over here that you can, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it drink. Yes. Let me say it here. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I, I've, I've got my own take on that, which is you can lead a human to knowledge, but you can't make it learn. Yeah, and oh you, you know, for, for, for me, the 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 best teachers in in whatever field, the best mm-hmm. teachers um, inspire other people to learn. They don't force knowledge down their throats. You you can give people the tools, and then you have to make them accountable to themselves. Right. Because if they're not. They they'll wander around again, and they'll and it becomes a self-perpetuating. That's what true empowerment is. Yeah, you know when you are so. empowering someone, it's it's to so that they can stand on their own two two feet. Um, yeah. and I I yeah. want to uh transition really quickly because we're getting believe it or not we're getting to the end of the show. Um, oh wow! But I could okay. talk to you for probably another two hours. Bless you. <laughs> uh, about this, but um, I want to talk about your book. I definitely want okay. people to um, go on over to Evolutionary Woman Radio with host Khadija Ali. Go on over to the Facebook page. I'm le- I've left all of the links to Sue's website. I've shared the three major steps she took to take back her life on the uh, site, and I encourage everyone to go on over there. But also, let's talk about your book really quickly. Okay. Fearless, fierce, and fabulous. <laughs> yeah. That. Uh, well, that 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 was a. Um, I I went to a writers' conference in Manchester in England last August, um, uh, which was run by Jerry Robert of Black Car Books. Um, okay. He's he he's a pub, he's a publisher from Toronto in Canada, um, an amazing man. Uh, but anyway, mm-hmm. I came away from that conference with um, an idea a book title, um, a book cover in the making, and was sent away 
to write it essentially, which which um, because of the way life throws, throws curveballs at us, um, it's actually coming out later this year as opposed to in spring yeah. of this year, which is what was supposed to happen. Um, but for various uh, sort of family issues that, around, uh, that arose at this end, I've just there are only 24 hours in a day. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm a, I'm a little bit behind schedule, but nevertheless, it's 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 coming along. Um, so yeah, the, the fearless, fierce, and fabulous. Um, and I, I said to to my to Jerry Robert, and I said, oh, "Really? Oh dear, that sounds a bit, you know, um, uh, flippant." And I'd, I'd, you know, it's but it's a serious book. It's it's not a novel. Yeah. It's it's definitely not a J.K. Rowling. Um, essentially, okay. it has a sub it has a subtitle which is um, uh, 10 steps to having um, a positive self image, increased confidence, and a soaring self esteem." So essentially, it will be a, a 10 step. Ten, that most but books have chapters. I, I've chosen right. to call them steps. So mm-hmm. each step is going to be a standalone piece. So it, it's, it's yeah. not. It doesn't necessarily follow a chronological order in any way. Uh, but, it, right. but it will. It, it, but it will deal with things like forgiveness and and the yeah. power of no. That one of the most defining moments in my life was when I in, it, subsequently in my recovery period learned the word no. It's Actually a learned that it existed. It's <laughs> Absolutely. A yeah, right. <laughs> I, I, it's, 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 the, it's the most powerful world, uh, word, sorry, in the, on the planet. But yeah, so the, mm-hmm. so the 10 steps will be individual sort of chapters that, that address issues that I personally found to be a problem and, and my, mm-hmm. my way of, I dealt with it, but it's not, it's definitely not an autobiography. Um, it's, okay. It is definitely, it, it's, it, I, I, I couch it as being a motivational self-help title, uh, self-help okay. title. And um, because people can, they, they, you know, they, it, it's, people can read it and, and take it for what it is. Um, mm-hmm. Or they can, they, and, and, and just think, oh yeah, that's okay. Or, or that's not, <laughs> or, but whatever. Right. But they can, they can then take, they can take the information away and choose to apply it if they so choose to them to their own situations. I think part of when you're writing a book and you're writing from from your experience, though it is not an autobiography, um, you're sharing your truth and you're saying this is what helped me. You know, this is what, these are the steps that I took um, to change my life and transform my life. And, you know, uh, prayerfully you can take some, all, a few of the things that I've done, or maybe not at all, um, but maybe it will inspire people in some way uh, to, to transform their lives. Maybe there's some other steps or something. I don't know. I, I think the, the three most powerful ones that you have shared with us today, oh, my God, taking responsibility and forgiveness and then gratitude, I mean, those are right up there for, for me personally. And I um, encourage everybody to please, please head over to the um, Facebook page. You can pre-order the book. Um, um, she's offering uh, a wonderful offer to all the listeners that um, you will get a, a, a ebook a download uh, to you um, if you pre-order the book. So uh, take advantage of that. The link to uh, go to order the book is on the Facebook page. Sue, i got to have you come back. I have to have you come back to the show, um, especially once the book is out. And so we can have another conversation because this has been the one of the most powerful conversations that I've had. 
this year, in the year 2016, um, and I really appreciate you being here. Can you hear me, Sue? Hello, can you hear me? Oh, there you go. Okay, there uh, you go. So- I, I say, I said, yeah. I, I, I thank you for having me. Um, I, I was yes. very, very nervous waiting, but more because uh, I, I, to be honest, I'll share a little secret here because I've, I've just told everybody how not perfect I am. An hour and a half before I was due to air, I realised I'd got the wrong headset, so I had to go scooting oh, out to my local shopping mall and buy one. <laughs> Otherwise, you wouldn't have Look at how it all worked out. So, uh, you know yeah, what? So, what's uh, the miracle? Mm-hmm. So, so now for me, the nerves were ch- they were purely on the technical side. Uh, I <laughs> okay. was so looking forward. I was so looking forward to this, and I wasn't disappointed. I've really enjoyed myself. Thank you very much for having oh me. Oh my gosh, Sue! Oh, oh, you have no idea. I want to open up the lines really fast and see if there's any comments or questions from the audience before we end the call. So um, the lines are open. If anybody has any questions or comments, your 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 line is open, and you're welcome to share or ask anything you'd like to ask. Peace and blessings, peace and blessings. Hi. Peace. Hi, yes. <laughs> yes, are you able to hear me okay? I can hear you, yes. What's your name? Uh, I'm Zakia. 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 Okay. And uh, Khadija, I just wanted to thank you so much for having two. I I got to go back and listen to the the remake of the remake. That's a very simple part of your talk, too. But I just wanted to tell you, just hearing what I heard, your inspiration, um, you know, about taking responsibility, making the choices that we do get to choose. And even when we don't make a choice, we're choosing. I love that. Thank you. Um, I just want to honor you for not only uh, sharing this story, but going through what you went through so that you could help empower others. I think that's so important. As we were recovering uh, addict myself, I like to use that term, uh, overcoming uh, my addiction, um, I I realized that when I finally made the decision that I had had enough, and yes. decided that I was going to have a better life. Uh, yeah. It's just every day, like you said, every day I wake up being thankful and grateful for where I am today. Because, yeah. and, and I never want to look back. I never want to not look back at where yes. I am just because be. I'm grateful for where I am today that I can wake up in a bed and not, not appreciate them and um I, I i fully i fully empathize with with your journey um but 
Yes, thank you very much. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you so much. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you so much, Z, for calling in and just supporting the show. And and, uh, we, we appreciate you and we love you. I love you, too, so much. <laughs> you know, it's always a gift. It's an absolute gift for us, and especially as women. I know men have their place, too, but as women, because mm-hmm. we are the leaders. You know, we are the ones who are the teachers and the healers. So um, we just thank, you know, thank God for the experiences that we have gone through that continue to heal us and help others to heal. So thank you. Thank you again. Peace and love. Peace and love. Thank you. Peace and love to you, mate. Thank you. Yes, yes. Once again, Sue, again, I have to say it. Thank you. I'm eternally grateful for uh, you coming on the show, sharing your story, sharing the gifts that you have received from your experiences. And like I said, come back anytime. You're a sister and a friend to the show. And Thank I, you very I much. have a feeling I will be talking to you very, very soon. I don't know in what <laughs> capacity, but I feel like I have to stay connected to you. Absolutely. I would I would love that. That would be fabulous. Yes. Fearless, fearless, All fabulous. Right. <laughs> yes, it would be. <laughs> All right, family, this has been another episode, an amazing episode of Evolutionary Woman Radio. I want everyone to enjoy the rest of their day. Have a peaceful prosperous, and productive rest of your week. We'll be back here on Monday afternoon, 5.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time with another exciting show. Uh, Love, family.
Revolutionary Woman Radio. Tune in Mondays and Thursdays, 5.30 p.m., only on Blog Talk Radio. Visit our Facebook page for archived shows at facebook.com forward slash evolutionary woman radio.